0: Hey everyone, I'm David Bombal. I'm based in Oxford in the United Kingdom, and I've got a really inspirational person on the call today. A lot of you already know Laz.
1: I want to motivate people because if I did it, dude, the first time somebody told me, I said I was 32, right? Yeah.
0: Well, when when I started
1: in 1999, 33, 1999, when I went to school, all right? The internet existed, okay? I didn't know what Yahoo was. When somebody said Yahoo to me, I said, Yahoo. I swear to you, Dave, there's not a lie. I said, that's what, in Cowboys, right? Cowboy movies, Yahoo. That's what I, I, I didn't know. HTML, what? I had no idea. But again, I came from zero, nothing, zero. And look at me now. Yep. I'm not saying that I'm the most successful, okay? But I did. I reinvented myself. I went from a laborer that didn't know anything. I've worked with computers, but I never, ever, would have imagined configuring a server or much less a router. Uh, You know, getting inside a router, oh, no, no. Cisco routing, ooh, IPs, what is that?
0: Laz is really famous in CCNA circles. Laz has been teaching CCNA for many years and it's got thousands and thousands of students on platforms such as, such as Udemy. So, Laz, thanks very much for taking the time to talk with me today. And I just want to set the stage. Laz has got a really inspirational story of how he transitioned from what he was doing previously to where he is today in networking. So, Laz, can you tell me a little bit about your story? And, you know, it was really inspiring when you told me and tell me a little bit about you know your thoughts of whether degrees are important or whether certifications are, are important. I get asked that a lot. So kind of like a bit about your story, what you advise people do if they wanna get into networking.
1: Sure, first of all, I wanna say thank you so much for having me, all sure. right? Uh, it's a pleasure to have met you at Udemy Live uh, and um, happy to be here. So my journey is a very interesting journey indeed. Uh, graduated from high school, trying to get a job, right? Back in the eighties and early nineties, it was rough. It was rough. I worked everywhere. I mean, construction, surveying, retail, Uh, you name it, I've done it. I can take you in South Florida. That's where I'm based in, in, well, I was based in South Florida. I'm in central Florida now, but I've been all over South Florida working all sorts of jobs. But not until 1999 that I met an individual this female who you met at Live, which is my wife, who said, hey, you need to go to school.
0: Well because
1: done. I always thought, you know, I I come from a family that worked 9 to 5, 9 to 5. So that's the mentality. That was the mindset that they gave me. So that was my mindset. I got to go to work 9 to 5. doesn't matter. Do my best. You know, I always you know, excelled in what I did, no matter what it was, where it was a warehouse, where a security guard, whatever I did, I excelled at it. But there was never, there was always that glass ceiling. You never moved anywhere. You never really made that much money. They really didn't appreciate you. Uh, and they just, they ridiculed you. I, I, honestly, I worked for one company that, uh, I excelled quickly. I will come in early in the morning because I'm a morning guy. And, uh, I actually, I will prepare all the equipment for surveying. So when the guys will come in, we will go out to, uh, to work. The guys complained about me that I was taking their job and wow. they took me to the office. Yeah, They took me into the office and they said, Laz, uh, we have an issue. The guys are complaining about you dude, and, uh, you're taking too much initiative. <laughs> okay, I'm not making this up. I don't think you can, no,
0: They
1: taking too much initiative. So what I saw was, you know, I'm working here like, like a horse sweating, you know, but I had the mentality, I had that warrior mentality, I gotta work. I got to do this. I got to earn my money. My wife said, you know what? Yeah, I any younger go to school. What do you like computers? All right, go to school for computers. So I did and That's when it started back in 1999. All right, I started going to school. I started learning But again, I enjoyed it so much and when I got to the networking part of it, I enjoyed it even more Yeah. So it was like Microsoft Cisco. What is this IP addressing? Oh, wow. I didn't I didn't know none of that stuff funny story uh, when I first started in computers one of the companies that I worked for when I left actually gave me a computer. Right. So when I went to school, my very first day, you know, they started teaching you about the computers and I decided to take my wife's computer apart. Not a good idea. <laughs>
0: That's a very bad idea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> very bad. Idea. But when I took it apart back in those days, we had floppy cables. I looked at the floppy cable and the twist that tells you the difference between A and B.
0: Yeah.
1: I thought the cable was broken. I said, look at this. These guys gave how cheap they are. They gave me a computer with a broken cable. I haven't gone far enough into my my studies to tell me that this was an A and B floppy. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay, so I couldn't put her computer back together. I broke that. Uh, <laughs> but I, I she's learned, still married
0: you know. to you though. That's good.
1: No, but that's how you learn, yeah. and that's what exactly what I did because I said, you know what? It's up to the individual. Yeah, it doesn't matter where you go, what school. If it's a university, if it's a technical college, if it's you know a, a career college, because different survey, different uh, accreditations, that doesn't matter. It's you. It's up yeah. to you. You need to change your mindset. And she also, I also had the support because my wife said, "You can do this." Okay, why can't you do this? Everything is possible. You stay positive, and she gave me all the support that I needed. She was always there, pushing me and pushing me and pushing me, and I loved it though. I had a passion for it. And that's one of the things I tell my students: when you get into networking, you gotta have a passion. We get to anything, whether it be working out, networking, repair, you know, whatever it is that you decide to do in life, you gotta have a passion, a desire. You gotta enjoy it. If you enjoy it, you'll be good at it. If you'll yeah. be good at it, you'll be successful. That's bottom line. So once I graduated, uh, I couldn't get a job. I was certified, MCSA. I had my, uh, I didn't have my Cisco yet. MCSA A plus Network plus I was an MC uh, I was an MCP for NT four MCSA for uh, Windows two thousand when Windows I was in that transition right there and uh, I couldn't get a job I was even Microsoft Office Specialist certified I was in the applications because my very first teaching job was in applications I couldn't get a job in an office in IT to save my life but what did I do I said you know what this is what the heck I just graduated from a school I got my degree, I'm certified and I can't get a job. So I started offering my services for free.
0: That's very clever.
1: I said, you know what, I'm gonna go to Office Depot. This is one of like an office supply store and uh, I'm gonna make business cards. And I start passing them out in uh, warehouse districts and wherever, doctors, offices, lawyers, whoever it was, I just passed them out and just put myself out there. And I, hey, listen, I can fix your network. I can do this, I can do that. And uh, eventually people started calling me, started calling me. But since you're a small company, since you're just an individual, because I did as an individual first and I actually created the company, it was hard to get paid. People would want to pay you. I'm talking about a doctor's office, but that's okay. Terrible. It is terrible. But you know what? I got the experience. Yeah. I got the experience. One of, my, one of the first true, true, well, infrastructure job was cabling. I cabled this bank. Uh, it was two floors. I think it was over 60 or 70 drops. And that's the first time I saw a patch panel in my life. I'm like, Oh wow. wow. I was, I was like, what is this? So I had to figure everything out. And I would, I would walk around with a tool belt with an actual wall jack and the, how you would punch them in the color, color, the uh, standard. And I would just, and you do it so many times, repetition, retention. That's what I was saying. That's it. So I know what I went through as far as going through jobs that, I was never getting it anywhere. Then finally went to school, learned, and I still got out. I'm like, I still can't get a job, you know? So I started offering the services for free. Then a phone call from the college that I went, uh, say if I was interested, no, I'm lying to you. Uh, if the first one was uh, a school called new horizons, then you're an application instructor because my resume was out there. So I said, yeah, I'm out there. So I went out there. I did the teach test I passed and then I was really nervous because when I was teaching in front of a classroom The first people that I taught were network administrators. I'm like, oh, oh, I'm like, oh wow These guys have been in you know this industry for I don't know how many years and I'm teaching these guys But I was teaching them applications excel things like that even basic windows, but that wasn't enough. So going through that school I only lasted there a little bit because I got another call uh, from an actual company. What was that company? It was a call center. All right. And I worked for them. I think it was called the Answer Group Tag, uh, where I worked for the IBM ThinkPad uh, team. So I will get calls in to fix laptops. I never fixed a laptop in my life. But as we all know, we call a call center, everything's a script. But after a while, dealing with problems that are coming in, everything becomes second nature. And one crucial thing that you learn in a call center is how to attack a problem. Because you could be, you can, conf- you can, in Cisco, you know this, you can configure and configure and configure. And if everything works and everything's fine, you're really not going to learn anything. Things got to break. Problems need to happen so you can learn, okay, this is how you fix it. And I won't do this again because it will cause this and what have you. So troubleshooting, think. That really helped me a lot in my IT career, okay? From there, uh, from TAG is when I went then finally to uh, the career college here in Florida, okay? And I started teaching, but I wanted to teach networking. I squeezed myself in and I did repair for one whole year. That was was like a nightmare for me. Uh, I did repair and customer service at that point because if the A-plus back at those times, they had customer service questions. So I had experience in customer service because I told you I worked every job out there. <laughs> uh so I taught customer service plus the repair. Not until a year later that they allowed me to start teaching Microsoft and then I started getting my hands into Cisco. And they threw me in there. They said, Yeah, you need to uh, teach the routing class next uh, next semester. I'm like, Yeah, but I'm gonna second certified. Well, you, you got till next semester to get certified, man. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
0: <Nothing> like pressure.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what I did was Package. Well, it wasn't a packet tracer back then. I forgot what it was. It was a Cisco simulator I don't remember what it was uh, But it had token ring and everything on there. They can play around with uh, But since I was in the college and I had 20 routers Switches I had the cables I had everything there to my disposal. I got to work. I got to, I got to the college at 7 in the morning and I didn't leave till 10 o'clock at night. I would teach wow. from 9 to 1 and then teach again from six to ten, but I will never leave. I will stay there. So in the time in between, it's me practicing the commands, reading the books, Cisco Press, whether it be Tom Lanley's, whoever. Uh, because it was it was at that time, it was kind of hard to find information. We had to get into the books. It wasn't like now, now everything's in your hands. Yeah. Just look at Udemy. Look at all the e-learning platforms that are out there. YouTube. All right, you have a you have a YouTube channel. I have a YouTube channel. Yep. Give things away for free. All right. So it's literally at your fingertips. So if you want to be something, you want to get into networking or whatever it is that you want to do, man, you can Google it, you can YouTube it, you can do everything. Back then it was much harder. So, but I had the opportunity to be working as a teacher in a in a in a career college, uh, IT. So I had all these things at my disposal. But again, teachers, unfortunately. Don't make enough money, all right? They really don't. Uh, at least here in the U.S., they are they, really not for everything that you do. At least for everything that I did, all right. And I, I had a mentor. He actually he 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 had a uh, a Ph.D. in physics, but he was working alongside with me because wow. one of the things that you 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 asked me is, do I believe in degrees or certifications? It's not a degree or certification. It's the individual. Because I've taught people that have PhDs. I don't have a PhD. I taught people that had a PhD because they were the chairperson of the computer science department. They wanted to teach Cisco, but they needed the certification in order to do that. So if you have a PhD, can you teach yourself? It's a good point. You, you, you went through all the schooling. You should be able to pick up a book, read. You know, there's now you got things online. Go online. YouTube it. Do whatever. Do research. Go on e-learning platforms. You can get a course in Udemy for 10 bucks, 20 bucks, 50 bucks, uh, GNS three, uh, alpha prep, all these different uh, platforms are out there. that you can go ahead and for a very, very, you know, $60,000, $5,000 going to a college versus 10, 20, 15, 20, a hundred, $200 for a course that's going to guide you from an expert like yourself or myself or all their Cisco instructors, Chris Bryant, all these people, that are out there that have been in the industry, that have gone, that have been baptized through fire. All right, because I know I was.
0: Yeah. All right, definitely.
1: I went through that. I was like, my, and I just, I some of the stuff I didn't know, and I just, I said I did, and I just learned it on the fly or I researched it, and I, when I got there, I knew, I knew how to do it. But, uh, but to me, it's not about a degree. Degrees and certifications are ammunition. Yeah. That's how I look at. That's all it is. it's to get you past the resume. I get emails from recruiters all the time. This person, did they email me and tell me they need to have a bachelor's in computer science? They need their CCNA required, CCIE preferred. I'm like, that's a a big gap. There's a big gap between CCNA and CCIE. Hello, Uh, and then they want programming skills, and then they wanted you know specific F5 routers. I'm like, you're talking very specific. So I broke that down. I made a YouTube video about it, and I said. The recruiters, you guys need to get your act together. You need to speak to your clients and say, listen, this and this doesn't make sense. You need to, you know, and I will tell them. And they actually, one recruiter called me. I said, this is why I'm saying this because CCNA is like having an associates. CCIE is like having a PhD and lucky that in today's right now, this year, 2017, 2018. Okay. Employers are looking at certifications and degrees. Kind of like equals maybe even a little above because they'll rather pick a guy with a certification because he had a goal through the simulations and through all these different things and you're very it's vendor specific where in colleges I'll, I, what i've seen because i've taught people that have graduated from university of miami Florida, fiu all these different colleges that they are in either they did an it networking uh degree or computer science degree is programming hello now, with Python to automate things and networking, now you need programming. That's awesome. So get into that if that's what yep. you want to be a network engineer. All right, and I, I believe uh, one of your videos mentions that. All right, yep. to talk to get into the new technologies. All right, to get learn what's going on now. But uh, these employers are, really don't know what they want. But the funny thing is, when I was an actual teacher, and you know, making the little bit of money here and there. Uh, I still, I wanted to get out there and do more because I when I would go for an interview, I would tell them that this is your question to me. So why do you want to be, what is your goal in networking? I said, I want to build a network from scratch. I want to put run all the cables. I want to connect all the switches, all the, all the routers. I want to put those, you know, configure the servers. I want to, I want to make it come alive. You know what I mean? That's what I want to do. And the guy goes to me, well, that's my job. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> but then that's the thing. Uh, guy Kawasaki, he said uh, he worked for Steve Jobs, uh, and he said, you know, if you're gonna hire somebody, hire eight people, don't hire D or F people. Hire people that know the same or more than you. Yeah. Because you're gonna delegate people to do your job. You are a smart guy, and the and I can speak to this because one of I left the career college. After I believe it was eight years, and I went to a technical uh, school because I said, you know what, I'm not being challenged enough here. I want to teach guys in the field, so uh, these guys are in the field or they're ready to start or they want they want to enhance whatever the case. But there were guys, there were guys doing troubleshooting because they were on call in my classroom. So I was teaching those type of guys. But even still, what that school did, they gave me the opportunity. I went to Metro uh, PCS telecommunications company to teach them their engineers, their VPs, Cisco, because they needed to get certified because they were inside routers but they really didn't know what was going on. So I went and taught them a the class. And the switch manager, after we went through, I think it was a month of training, approached me and said, "Hey, there's an there's an opening available. I'll apply for it." You know what I mean? I go, "Well, listen, you know, I've never worked with communications in the switch or anything like that." He goes. Nobody's born a switched technician. It's a great point. You have the drive, you have the the wants, the desire, the will to learn more. We're willing to teach you. I'm like, okay, I'm there. Uh a huge increase in salary. Okay, benefits, everything. Uh the people that he put me to work with, excellent, excellent guys. Excellent guys. They knew their stuff. Uh, and they're willing to teach you. And that's the whole thing. That I see in the IT field. Help each other. Yeah. Like instructors, like we, we help each other. You help me in Udemy Live. Okay. You, you, you hooked me up. All right. When I when it came uh to GNS3, you you showed me. Okay. And and that's that's what we need to do. Share our knowledge. It's not about taking anybody's job. Yep. Share the knowledge so we can all benefit from it. And that's why in that particular switch that I worked, the manager was never there. He was always at the other switch where the guys who weren't doing their job. But in our switch, we were by ourselves because, hey, we got to get this done. We got to do this. We got to do this. And they taught me. They taught me everything. And I was there doing my thing. Until that's when, again, my wife <laughs> found because we started YouTube. And YouTube was okay. I try to get away with, you know, doing like a chapter, you know, one on IP, one on EIGRP, one on RIP, little things like that. But now until I created a full course on Udemy, was that it actually took off. Yeah, You know what I mean? I was like, whoa. And then when that took off, much and much longer after that, that I said, you know what? That's it. Because one of the things in IT that you need to be ready for, if you are going to get into this industry and you're going to be working it in the field, you're now going to have a life. And that's something you need to accept. Uh, because you'll be working, you know, there's three shifts. You can be working morning shift one day. The next day I saw it. One day you work the morning shift, the next day the night shift, the following day the uh, midday, and and like that. You know what I mean? But uh, once I started doing the teaching online, uh, that brought me to where I'm at right now. Oh yeah, it's it's magnificent. But yeah. but uh, degrees versus certifications, I really don't care. They're just paper. They're to me they're paper. They're ammunition. You need them. You need them here in the United States. That's the first thing they look at. Let me see your resume. Let me see what you got. And there was a, in LinkedIn, uh, a while back ago, somebody put out, I think it was a gentleman, I don't remember, his, I think it was Oleg. I remember his first name. Uh, he put out that the recruiter was boasting that he will go through a resume in six seconds.
0: Six seconds?
1: Six seconds.
0: That's crazy. I'm
1: like, listen, you're not looking, you're looking at keywords. You know, you're looking, you're not even looking at the person. This person can be PhD, CCIE, MCSE, whatever Microsoft calls it this day, A plus, Network plus, Linux plus, Security plus, have every certification known to mankind, plus or degrees, and then you go and you hire them based on that because maybe they're they're he's a kind of likable person, he gets the job and he's fired in a week because he has no idea what he's doing, all right? Because that happened to me. I mean, I'm not, I'm speaking from experience. I'm telling you, I've been through everything. Okay, I, I went to the county, Miami-Dade County. I applied because they needed somebody who knew Excel and Word. Well, I'm certified in Excel and Word and all that stuff. All right. So I went and uh, they interviewed me and a female. I'm like, okay. So they were just talking, 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 talking. Never anything hands-on, just talking. I mean, I can talk, whatever, but I guess I come across a little bit aggressive. I, that's my nature. It's a bodybuilding, man. Uh, exactly, you know big guy, you know bald head got a goatee guy the guy's an assassin, right? So I come a little bit aggressive. So when they interviewed me whatever but I'm in old school, you know I shake your hand firmly. I look you in the eyes. So now it's a more relaxed environment They don't want that so I didn't get the job. And I'm like, okay, so she got the job a Month passes by I'm you know struggling to get jobs here and there before before I started teaching uh, They call me say are you still interested I'm like, yeah, sure so I went back, she was beautifully dressed. The girl that they hired, you know, she was a very professional, you know, office environment, you know, perfect. But when I started and they started telling me my responsibilities and stuff like that, but then when I started looking at her spreadsheets, not to badmouth anybody, whatever, but unfortunately she didn't have the skills or the knowledge that I had. She was very basic in her spreadsheets, you know, in her Excel techniques. And on top of that, once I started fixing all the spreadsheets for that department, they saw what I did, and then I started doing spreadsheets for the entire floor, which is the 12th floor that building. But not—we don't stop there. I'm a guy, so when I asked, "Well, how do I need to come dressed?" Oh no, just come in jeans and sneakers and a polo. Okay, she so came in in professional office attire and stilettos. I mean, I'm talking about nine-inch freaking heels. You know, I'm like, okay. So I come in. You know why they told me that? because they wanted me to go five blocks down on by, you know, walking pick up with a dolly to pick up boxes and bring them back from their warehouse. She never did that. So she got hired. That's unfortunate because I went to UM for a bit because my wife worked at the, uh, uh, alumni association for the university of Miami. So when somebody works there, your family gets like a 70% discount. Like, oh man, please. you know, <laughs> I want to go. So when I was going there, I took a class in so one you know the the what do they call whatever the first two two years the requirements. Uh, I took a sociology class, and in the sociology class they were talking about um, female stratification. I don't know if I'm saying it correctly. Uh, back in the '50s, they showed this magazine where women were, you know, with the housewife this like that. The men coming home with the hats and meeting the kids okay. and the slippers and all that stuff. And, uh, and I said, but that's not what's happening now. What's happening now is that the guys, I have my certifications. I have my degrees I was going to UN, I had all that. Okay. From this other school, I just wanted to go to UN see if I can, you know, get a full blown degree, whatever. And, uh, and i told them, I said, I went to interviews. I went to this, uh, another company, I was sitting in their HR. Okay. And, uh, I was applying for an it position and they gave me, they gave me a job in the mail room. I took it. I said, it's okay. I'm in the company. I'll weasel my way into it. Okay. And, uh, while I was sitting in the HR department, their people called my temp agency and said, Hey, can you bring me a girl? We need a new receptionist. We need a new administrative assistant. We need... I said, you just cut half of the freaking population off. You're not giving anybody a chance. So you're looking at male, female. You're looking at paperwork. How about now putting the person which you're doing now? Because when I was teaching the career college, one of my uh, colleagues, he went to apply at uh, whatever. He went to apply at an ISP and they actually set him in front of a, uh, for Linux. And cause he was a Linux guru. This guy was psh, a brain uh, and he didn't get it, but they actually set him down in front of the computer. He had to figure out a problem. And they just watched him behind a glass and he almost figured that out, but he didn't, he didn't get the job, but at least now the interviewing process is being changed. So everybody has an opportunity whether you have a degree, whether you have a certification because people, employers, now you're being interviewed by the IT manager or his right hand guy. So before you go to a job or apply for a job, right? If that's your, if that's what you want to do, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with having a job. Nothing at all. If that's your dream. If that's your, your title. That's what you want to have. I want to be a network engineer and I'm going to be the best network engineer in the world. I'm going to be uh, an architect, not just a CCI. No, no, no. Let's go to the, the pinnacle. I want to be an architect. All right. I want to be the man in Cisco. i want to be the man in Microsoft. I want to be a cloud expert. I want to know everything there is to know, you know, you focus on one thing because there's many branches, obviously. You know, you don't want to be a jack-of-all-trades, master of none. So you need to focus on one thing. but And that's fine. But have a passion. Have a desire. And when you go apply for the job, look at the research, the company before you're going. Look at their resumes. Look at what they are their where they're asking for, the requirements. And then if you don't know it, that's fine. YouTube it. Find out. Research it. Practice it. See what it is. I don't know everything. I don't. No okay. one can
0: everything. Yeah,
1: you can't know everything. So no. that's why we have Google, right?
0: Yep, exactly.
1: <laughs> that's why we have Google, or it, I can come to a fellow instructor and say, "Hey, Dave, man, I'm having this issue uh, with this iOS and the HRP. It's, I can't believe it. And in IP6, it's not working. Whatever, you know. And you come back. And, oh last look, like you did, and you did me live for me. No, last, you're, you need to install this. I'm like, oh, okay. And you did it for me. Okay, so that's what networking is about: helping each other out. But research the job before you go. Research the job before you go, be ready for that interview and just be likable and have the desire, have the passion, change that mindset that I just want to be this and forget about all the negative people, forget about them, cut them off. When I started doing this, Dave, wow. I mean, I would say, let's say just to say a number, I'll get uh, 99 positive comments, one negative comment, that one negative comment killed me. I, I didn't teach this person. Oh, wow. He, he told me all this stuff. My wife goes to me. You're not a hundred dollar bill. Not everybody's going to like you. Don't worry about that negative comment. If you can do it better next time, and, and you keep reaching and expanding and you, and you need to do something, you know, it's like, where were where you, where are you and where are you going? You know what I mean? So you need to take all these things into consideration. You need to keep growing and growing and growing as you go along. Okay. Uh, and in, in the IT field because and again, this is something you said uh, The IT field changes Constantly, which is I agree with you. It is a good thing. Yeah. All right, because it keeps us employed all right? So it evolves and we need to evolve with it. I was in the transition period between NT4 and Windows 2000 and That the NT4 guys whew, They were like no Windows 2000 it's no good no we don't want to go to one those two thousand no they didn't want to accept the change and that's not what you should do you need to learn to be adaptable to your environments and one uh there's a saying that I also say is adapt and overcome
0: yeah
1: and you got to do that I mean at least that's my take on it I don't know what you know I've, I've been stealing all your time here
0: no 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 this is this is about you so this is fantastic so I mean I just want to go back a bit Do you we're doing like security guard work and like other like really hard work i would say and then in the evenings you went and studied uh, like various certifications and that's when it started is that right
1: well yeah to a certain degree because my wife sacrificed herself she says quit your job i'm gonna go to work and you're gonna go to school
0: wow amazing so for woman
1: first, yeah for the first year Okay, and we struggled because yeah. we had three We were taking care of my daughter, my stepdaughter, and her stepson, who's autistic.
0: Wow, that's tough.
1: We, yeah, we had three kids. She was the only one working, and I was the one going to school. But she warned me, she goes, If I'm gonna do this, you better get a 4.0. <laughs> so, so I'm like, <laughs> Okay, so wherever I went, they wherever I went, and I think we talked about it over there at Udemy Live, wherever I went, I took the book with me. And she went to the baby shower. I was outside because, you know, a lot of guys in the baby shower. I was outside in the mall. I was there reading my book, reading my book. Wherever I went, when I went to pick her up at night at work, I had the kids with me. I was a house husband for one year. I I, I took care of the house. I took care of the kids. I went to school. I studied, studied, studied. I mean, I was into the wee hours, okay, Just, just practice HTML. I'm not a programmer at all. But back then, you know going through school you had to learn HTML. And I found this so fantastic that I can't draw so I can create something just by typing in this code Whoa, I went to uh Walden books Which I don't think exists anymore uh, and I bought me a six dollar or eight dollar HTML book. I'm like, okay So I went to a book and I started typing all the commands and I started learning HTML So again, I go back to the passion. So at first I was going to school full time. My wife was working. The second year, I did work during the day, and I went to school at night.
0: How can I ask you? How old were you at that time? Because a lot of people think that if unless you're 19 and you transition into networking, it's too late.
1: No, not at all. I was 33 years old.
0: Wow! So you made the transition that late in life.
1: That late in life. That's I really
0: inspirational. Life. Yeah, that's great to yeah,
1: I was, like I said, I was under the. I've always. <laughs> I was a blue collar worker, yeah, and I believed in it. And I am, listen, middle, middle America, what makes the United States is the blue collar worker the people that work in the factories, the warehouses, you know, the retail. These are the people that get the job done. But I always looked down, which I shouldn't have because I didn't know that part. The office workers I said, ah, they're a bunch of paper pushers, ah, that's easy stuff, you know what I'm saying. I go, I, you know, I'm lifting, you know, concrete and all these different, you know, working security guard jobs, standing up post, doing all this stuff. And that's not, and that was not the case because I was able to still go to the gym and still do my job now. Well, if I do a course or do a boot camp, my brain after, cause I've done eight hour. I, I, I taught at one uh, college. I was called, uh, it was a uh, West Palm beach community college. I was an adjunct instructor. And I taught every Saturday, I think for like six or seven Saturdays, uh, the MCSC track or MCSC, or it was something to do with Microsoft. I know that. But it was for eight hours. So I taught wow. eight hours a day. So, and I think that the instructor or the professor, because he has his PhD that was there, because I want to get the key to the room, right? But I went there and sh- I was a runner back then. I wasn't a bodybuilder. Uh, not that I'm a bodybuilder now, I just lift weights. I eat what I want. Uh back then I was a, I, I, back then I was a runner, so I was skinny, skinny, 135 pounds. And wow. I went to get the key to the classroom in shorts and a tank top. And, he, and then uh he was there. And I go, listen, you know, I'm coming here to teach uh, the Microsoft class. He goes, You're the Microsoft instructor? I go, Yeah. And he goes, so he gave me the key, whatever. Well, there you'll see the uh the the hard drives are in the in this locker in the back and this, I'm like, okay. So when I came in, that key didn't work. Wow. The first two Saturdays, I had to use my computer and show them, let's say DNS or Active Directory or whatever it was that I was teaching, all right, on the projector. So for eight, the students couldn't touch the computer. So I had to keep these people engaged for eight hours. Well, I mean, you have two and 15 minute breaks and we had a half hour lunch or 45 minute lunch. But I had to be there for all that time for two Saturdays in a row until they gave me the right key so I can get the hard drives and put them in the computer. That's you don't do that. So I went through all that. I went through all that. And then finally, that's for, you know, and I, again, I made the transition 30, at 33. I'm 52 now.
0: That's amazing. Right?
1: amazing. Uh, well, I want to be 52, but I feel like I'm 52. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be 52 years old in December. But uh, since the age of 33, so it's never too late. It's never too late. As a matter of fact, in one of my courses, I think, uh, cause my wife, she's the one that she, she looks at everything. She's the one that handles the business There, I have a student who's 80 years old. Wow. And when I was a, uh, an actual, when I was first started in the career college, no, yes, no. Yes. In the career college, he was 72 years old. He was a computer repair guy, old school, right? Yeah, he had a mobile van that he set up with shelving and stuff like that. He had like a, a satellite in his satellite dish in the top of his van. He came out in the newspaper and everything in, uh, in Broward County, uh, because he was 72 years old doing it. All right. On his own, oh, wow. not working for any company on his own. All right. And he still was going to school, trying to get certifications. It's never too late.
0: That's a great story.
1: It's never too late. And if it wasn't, listen, if I learned, if I learned, anybody can learn. If I did it, anybody can do it. Because this is not rocket science. It really isn't. Okay? It's just a matter of how bad do you want it. Yeah. How hungry are you to be who you want to be? So set a goal. One of the things that I do, I don't know if you can see behind me. Yeah. There's a little board back there. Top of the board was you. All right? But I set goals every day. Uh, I said, okay, let me see if I can do at least three things a day. And I, take a, I segment my day. It's okay. I'm going to work on this a little bit. I'm going to work on this a little bit. I'm going to work on this a little bit. After, before this uh, meeting, I prepared for you, right? And then I, uh, I filmed uh, with my stepdaughter. And, you know, she's uploading stuff as we speak. So, and later on, I'll work on other things. So that's great. Great. It's a little bit. You, but you, that's what you need to do, I think, in order to be successful. If you say, I want to be this, then, okay, see yourself as that. See yourself in that IT position, okay? And I know everybody has different challenges, and you said that in, in one of your videos as well, okay? Everybody has different challenges. Yeah. My challenge when I was doing the making the transition, going from a nine-to-five type of guy, working, construction, surveying, warehousing, whatever I can get my hands on, I will work, okay? To going to school and then being in the IT field, uh, you know, it was hard. It was very hard, and people made it hard for me. People made it hard.
0: That's terrible. I have people,
1: you know, they, they did it deliberately. I was like, why would you, you know, why would you, I would be confused, but you can't let that stop you. No. And I, I set a goal and I say, okay, and you got to have people around you that have your same vision, to share your same vision, hear stories like these. Uh, And I hope, you know, that I'm reaching people that, that they're listening to my story, because if, if I can do it, man, just do it. Just, it's possible. It's possible. Just keep saying to you, it's, I know I can do this. I want to do this and it's out there. You said it, you said it. The internet has opened the door. Yep. So many things. All right. Uh, if I don't know something, students ask me a question say, hey, Laz, you ever heard of this? I'll tell them, no, I haven't heard of it, but you know what? Now that you told me once we get out, I'm going to, I'm going to find, I'm going to Google it. I'm going to learn about it and then I'll get back to you with an answer. And that's what I do. You know what I mean? Because you can't know everything. Come. It's impossible. I mean, you being a CCIE, okay. CCIE has transitioned a big time. I went, when I went to my hands on boot camp for my CCIE, I was I was in the classroom confused. I'm like, I would never put myself in that situation. And he told us, it's like, listen, nobody passes the CCA the first time around or the second time around. The average is two and a half times yeah. for you to pass the CCIE. All right. And, uh, did the, the scenarios that he was putting us in. And I was like, Whoa. And I paid a good chunk of change yep. for that class. Okay. And I, was, and I said, you know what, I need, I need a little bit more. I, this this is not going to do it because I, I don't know enough. I don't know enough. I need to practice more and more and more and more. All right. Because I don't, I don't want to pay $1,200 to sit down and copy paste. Yep. Essentially that's what he told me that you could do. I'm like, mm, I don't want to do that. No, no. I want to be able to figure things out. So that's going to take time. So when I, cause I've got my CCI written, no problem. I can read a book. I can understand the concepts. I've done it. I've been in the field long enough to understand, but in the scenarios that they put you in, I was like, what is this? You know what I mean? And you have eight hours, you know what I mean? To It's all troubleshooting period. So I was like, yeah, no, uh, but I, I went for it anyway. You know what I'm saying? I, I went for it and I tried and that goal is still there. And this year I will get it. You know what I mean? Or go not. It. Year, That's great to hear. Year. Huh?
0: That's great to hear that you're still going for it.
1: Oh no. Yeah. I'm still into it. I'm still taking certifications. I'm still going to go and do what I need to do because I, it's not going to stop. It's a, it's an, it's an, it's a, it's a living thing. It's, yep. it's evolving. And if you don't evolve with it, you're going to get left behind. You know, look at now on these platforms. All right. It's I never, in listen, if you would have told me what I'm 52, 20 years ago, that would have been, I would have, first of all, I'm, I'm teaching online. I've taught in colleges. I have an IP book online. I'm writing now on a complete CCNA, complete guide for a company in London. Okay. If you would have told me that I would have been doing this 20 years ago. I would have never made that mental leap. That's like, yeah. no, there's no way. I'm a rough and tough guy. I'm, you know, I'm going to get the shovel, the ax. I'm going to cut things down. I, I would never even imagine myself being in front of an audience and speaking to them, or much less trying to teach them something. I didn't know that, that was, I was capable of doing that. But in 1999, when I met my wife, Digna Diaz, all right? She's the one that said, You can do it. I see the potential in you. I believe in you and I'm going to support you. I'm like,
0: that's amazing. Okay. Right?
1: And, and because of her, because I still to this day have certain doubts and issues and whatever, she goes, What are you talking about? Look at all these comments. Look at all these things. You know what I mean? You're doing good. And when I hear, that's why when I hear, I saw a student today in LinkedIn goes, He lies. to pass my CCNA. I'm like, Oh man, that's awesome. You know what I mean? Because it excites me. When people get that. And listen, in the USA, people have everything on their fingertips. Everybody has a computer. Everybody has a
0: phone. Whenever I I go to the US, you guys have it so easy.
1: Everybody has a phone. All you gotta do is go online, Google it, YouTube it, do whatever, or just pay 10 bucks for a course. Okay? That's it. I had a student in in Kenya. He emailed me. He says, We have half an hour a day on the computer to download stuff. I'm like, Whoa, he goes, I really need your help. If you can, you know, help, you know, money, whatever. So, okay. So I did, I send them everything that I had. All my courses, my book in PDF format. I send them everything I have for free. Here you go. Well, he got certified. Wow. He now is a network engineer, CCNA certified. That is really going to impact his life where he lives. Yeah. Because that really is going to make a huge difference in his quality of life. All right, here in the US, you're, you're fighting, there's you're, a competition, but still it's up to you. You're the key, how bad you want it.
0: That's great. So, so, so Les, that's fantastic. So, I mean, just some comments from my side. I mean, what's amazing about your story is you've got this tenacity and this drive to get something done. So even like you were, in, you were 33 years old, you were like perhaps in a difficult situation, because of your amazing wife, you decided to get up and just go for it. I mean, it's amazing like the support you had is in the family, that your wife supported you through the, these difficult times. But I mean, it. What, what, what I see is someone who didn't give up, who came from perhaps a harder background, but didn't give up and then look how you've succeeded. And that's an inspiration for everyone. You know, you didn't do it when you were young, because a lot of people think when they hit 30, it's too late, that's not true, you've proven that wrong and you've made a great success of what you're doing.
1: The first thing you need to do is cut negative people out of your mind, all right? Get them out of your life. If they tell you, you can't do it, why? Because you can't. So don't listen to negativity. She was the one that told me, you need to stop working these hard jobs because you're not gonna be 32 forever or 33. You're gonna be 60 one day. Are you gonna be, you know, using the shovel, the pick, and all that? No, you're not. So you need to do something else. So you need to go to school.
0: Les, let me know if this is correct. I think from what you've told me that you came to the US as a as a migrant, I think is the term they use in the US, uh, from Cuba originally, I believe. Yes. And you mentioned something about your, you were raised by your aunt, is that right? That's and correct. And you, you were working like in really tough jobs like security and um, construction and stuff like that. Yep. So, I mean, for me, the takeaway there is no one has an excuse. So, can you just confirm a little bit about yourself, you know, your background that people realize that you didn't, you didn't have a trust fund and go to Harvard <laughs> or something like that? And then let's just transition to the future because you've told me some really exciting news. Can you tell me about what your, what your plans are?
1: Yes. Yes. Uh, very exciting news. Uh, I can't wait. Really. Uh, next year, like around February or March, we're going to take this on a world tour.
0: Wow. Brilliant.
1: (laughs) Uh, we're going to visit different countries. All right. We're going to stay there for, let's say two, three months. And I'm going to teach over there. I'm going to hold boot camps. I'll still be doing my online stuff, but we want a better quality of life. Obviously. Uh, as a family and so we're going to travel but at the same time i have students all around the world so i'm going to let everybody know Hey, listen, i'm going to be in england i'm going to be in uh, japan i'm going to be in ireland i'm going to be here i'm going to be there and uh and just visit and take my uh and take my my job if you want to call it i don't consider this a job i love what i do yeah uh because it's very rewarding that you know because i you know, because people told me, lads, come come over when you come to Japan. And I'm saying <laughs> I'm Cuban. That's my nationality. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm Cuban. I came in 1973. I met another Cuban online. Uh I was six years old when I got here. Uh wow. I met another Cuban, but he lives in I don't know if I'm I'm saying the wrong country. I think it's Finland. I think it's Finland. And I go, what the, how did you get over there? What are you doing over there? And, uh, and he just told me, no, you know, I came over here, the cost of living, this and that, uh, my family's over here and, uh, but he's working over there. So I got students all around. He goes last, when you come over here, let me know and we'll show you around. I have students that I met on Udemy live last year that when we went we went to San Francisco, we actually went out to dinner one night and they actually have an apartment in Germany. And uh, so I said, when you come to Germany, let us know, and uh, we'll show you around this and that. So me and my wife were thinking, you know what, you know, oh, it is an internet connection. Yep. Let's do it. And I'm like, hey, I'm all for it. You know what I mean? Let's go for it. I, that's what I want to do. So that's what we're going to do, hopefully, next year is have our our world tour. <laughs> <Just> let <laughs> so me know when you, know you come to
0: England. England. We we should do this, like, face to face as well. You know, just have a chat.
1: Definitely oh, get together. I'd love to. Uh, I would love to uh definitely you listen, you know, you kept stopping me in Udemy Live, all right, but uh I'm not gonna stop because you've been around for a long time. You you actually teach instructors on GNS3. Uh I give you major props and meeting Thanks, you at Udemy Live, actually sitting down and talking to you, and then you actually took time out to help me to, you know fix my issue with uh the gns3 similar i mean that was i was thrown back my pleasure man hey and and that's what you know i think that's what we're sitting here saying it's about not competition it's not it's sharing knowledge exactly everybody has a different teaching methodology yeah you know some people like me some people like you some people can't stand me
0: (laughs) same here same here they tell me i i should be exciting like you
1: no listen i it People have your courses, they have my courses, because I tell people, one of the things I uh, I tell people when I was in the actual classroom, I said, I think I told you this over there, Active Directory. Yeah. I don't know if you remember. I said, this is the course, this is the book that the school is giving you. Yeah. And this is the book that I bought in a bookstore. Yeah. It's a big difference, isn't it? Active Directory is a monster. So you think that this little tiny book is going to get you ready for Active Directory? No. All right. And when you get out there into the field, what do you think that one person handles active directly Maybe you work in a small company, but if you work in an enterprise, that's completely, totally different. Everybody's gonna be a different administrator for a certain portion of that. So do not think that you have to learn everything at one time. Get your certs, all right? Learn as you go and practice. Unfortunately, you know, for Microsoft, your simulators, whatever, uh, they do have certain things, but there is best just to get the operating system you can download it for free for 90 days play with it you know 12 hours a day do whatever you need to do you know what i mean uh i was lucky enough to be with actual routers when i was teaching okay but if not packet tracer to death okay yeah, that's agreed. what it's there for and it's yeah. free now yeah you know what i mean just go to the cisco net academy and just do for that free whatever course and you can download it for free so practice 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 anybody can do this anybody can do this as long as they have the passion and desire and the will to move on and obviously you have because you are also extremely successful on youtube on genus 3 on udemy on all your e-learning platforms that you belong to and yeah uh meaning you was like whoa i was starstruck you know what <laughs> i mean
0: uh, you're I, too I kind like, you're too kind i mean i met the famous yeah. Laz. you're too kind
1: it's, it's true, and then if I, if I you know, once I get to England, you can believe it, I won't be looking you up. That'd be great. Say, Dude, I'm here, tell me where to go. I'll take you around,
0: yeah, definitely. And, uh,
1: and well, we'll definitely do this, you know, face to face. I would love it. So, I mean,
0: I think, I've, I've mentioned already, the big takeaway was that you were determined and that you yes. got your family, We had your family support. Um, and you never gave up, but you, you, you're a big believer in goal setting and, you know, getting things done. Can you share any sort of tips and tricks about like just life management? Cause you obviously manage your body really well. You do a lot of gym, you look after yourself physically, but you're doing all this extra stuff as well. So just for someone who's sort of new to networking or just young in life, or okay. it doesn't matter about young in life, what kind of tips about success and like, what do you do to, you know, any tips that you have?
1: Well, honestly, just like you said, I, I was lucky. I was blessed to meet the woman who's my, you know, who actually pushed me forward. And that's what you need. The first thing you need to do is cut negative people out of your mind, yeah. right? Get them out of your life. If they tell you, you can't do it. Why? Because you can't. So don't listen to negativity. And I'm also, uh, I listen because when I, I started doing weight training, I'm a very visual person and I, I listen to very weird music <laughs> to get me motivated. You know, I'm into the warrior mentality. Yeah. So I listen to motivational speakers. Yeah. Uh, Les Brown is one of them. Uh, Tony Robbins is another one. Uh, Norman Vincent Peale, way back then. Okay. Zig Ziglar. All these people, you know, I listen to their tapes. Uh, not their tapes are on YouTube. I listen to them. Constantly and I, and, I, and even at one point in my website, uh, my actual website I had Les Brown on there. It's a 36 minute video Because he went through struggles just like anybody else So I listened to all these motivational speakers and I did what they told me and I did what they told me I cut up the negative people out of my life Tony Robbins talks about Segmenting. He says this is your day. These are your responsibilities. Okay so Take a couple hours a day, say, okay, I want to do a little bit of this, I'm gonna do a little bit of this, I'm gonna do a little bit of this. So I search certain goals. One of the things that Les Brown says, if you do things inch by inch, is a cinch. But by the yard is hard. Yeah. What does that mean? Just do a little bit at a time. You don't got, I mean, I didn't just sit down, take the Cisco Press book, put it down, and say, I'm gonna read the whole book today. No, but you know, a chapter, a week, a chapter a day, whatever you can but every day do something to move forward and definitely don't put all your eggs in one basket. Do not put all your eggs in one basket. And that was another lesson that we learned because this is now not me. This is my wife who was in real estate. She put all her eggs in one basket. Yeah. And in 2008, boom. And that's what we counted on. And yeah. So once I started teaching and I started doing things and finally when I got online, things started changing and things are becoming more positive. But yeah, you can never give up. You can never surrender because if you don't program yourself, if you don't teach yourself, say, okay, stop being so negative last stop listening to that inner voice that says you can't do it. Okay. You have all these comments, you have all these things, you have people that are counting on you. You have a vision of what you want to do. You can do it. So yeah. I, have to, I have to talk to myself. I literally talk to myself. You might think I'm crazy in the car. I don't care.
0: No, that's
1: fine. I talk to myself. I'm like, all right. When I'm going to the gym, uh, I'm focused. I'm in the gym. I'm a warrior. I'm going to do battle. I'm in here to do what I need to do. When I'm doing desktop recording, then I'm doing desktop recording. If I'm I'm focused on what I'm doing. And you got to forget about everything else. Take the negative people out of your life and then set little goals every day to achieve and connect who you need to connect to. All right. And you will get there. I'm not going to say it's overnight. And listen, I'm sure you. it's the same saying, I think, in the, in the UK and across the world. Murphy. You know who Murphy is, right?
0: Murphy's Law, you're talking about.
1: Exactly. Murphy's Law. Murphy, life, if you don't program yourself, life will program for you. If you don't get up and start doing something, it's not easy. Yep. It was never easy. And things happen. I, my stepson, he's handicapped. He's mentally challenged. He's autistic, that's tough. okay. Stuff. Uh, my daughter, she's going through struggles herself back in Miami, you know. Uh, my stepdaughter, you know, she lives with us, uh, with her mom, you know, and uh, she's now learned, you know, how to do editing and stuff like that because she never knew anything about computers before, but she learned. So, everybody has a different challenge in life, yeah. You just can't surrender, there is no retreat, just like in the movie 300. <laughs> There's no surrender. There's no retreat. Okay. You do what you need to do. There's no excuses. Zero. Uh, whether you don't sleep, don't sleep. Uh, there's another motivational speaker, uh, where he says, uh, how bad you want it? If you YouTube that, how bad you want it? He'll come out. Okay. And he tells a story. He goes, that this guru put this kid, his head, up. just sh- long story short, put the kid under the water until he was almost drowning. And the kid comes up. He goes, how bad did you want it to breathe? Oh, I really bad. I thought I was going to drown. I had a breath of, I needed to breathe. He goes, well, when you want something as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll get it. Yeah. And that's true. You know what I mean? Because he, he needed, he had to do whatever he had to do to get that breath of fresh air, right? Because he was drowning. So this is the same thing for life. Doesn't it? whether you're 19, 30, 50, 60 or 70 if you still got the energy and you still got the the desire, the want, the, the the determination, the will, you can't let anything break you. You can't because it's out there. Every negative thing in my wow, I I, I till today I still get like what? It's like how can you say it? until today in certain industries that I've tried to break into, uh, people have, since I didn't know, have taken advantage of me. I'm like, yeah. that's fine. That's okay. That's a lesson learned. And that's how I look at it. It's not that I'm dumb. It's not that I didn't know. It's I just didn't know. It's a learning curve. Sure. You know what I mean? And you then you say, just gotta keep going forward. I will never give up. And I will always, forever be getting certified or learning new things, period.
0: So one of your tips is that you do like a three goals every day. Is that is that, is that what you said yes. earlier?
1: Three goals, at least three things a day, and they're not the same thing. Uh, like let's like I said, okay, if I'm doing a course, I'm gonna film these many lectures today. Okay, now I gotta do let's say because I belong to a lot of different e-learning platforms, and you know I have different contacts. I do different things, so I try to work on a on something different every day, yeah. right? So much like the book. Now I'm writing the CCNA complete, uh, right. That I'm running for this company in London. I said, okay, so I'm going to go ahead and write, uh, this chapter or part of this chapter today so I can get, meet my deadline because I have deadlines that I need to meet because people think, Oh, Laz already made it. Right. Laz is just sitting back and letting the money roll in. <laughs> no, 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 it, no, I'm not. Okay. I, it's more work now, I, you know, it's more work now. Do I have the freedom? Yes. I can say, you know what? I don't have a Saturday. I don't have a Sunday or a Monday or Tuesday. To me, Monday is my weekend, or Tuesday is my weekend. Or I tell the family, I say, you know what? From you know, let's take the morning off and let's go to Disney, and then we'll work the evening. Yeah. So we have that flexibility. Yeah. But every day I do something, whether it's. But I I do set my goals. Okay, I did. Um, I I worked for. I did this course. B I G R P. I'm not done with it yet. Okay. I did enough of it. Okay. Now I'm going to write for the chapter. Okay. I met that goal. Okay. Now let me go ahead and do like, I'm doing now video solutions and uh, they're on my YouTube channel. So I'm doing video solutions. Okay. Video solutions. Let me see which ones I'm going to do. And then I segment myself. Just like in the network. Segmenting is crucial, right? Yeah. <laughs> Creating VLANs and all these different things. So you don't know, have that, all that noise. So it's the same thing in life. You got to segment your life. You gotta say, okay. And I also have create family time. In the evening before I pass out, you know, my stepdaughter got me into watching all these series, right? So now I'm into Blue Bloods and I'm into all, all these different shows. I'm watching now. It's uh, about vampires and stuff like that. It's called Supernatural. So I watch at least, you know, one, one episode, you know, and before I, because I literally pass out on the sofa and they wake me up and they put me to bed. And, but I, I do that. So we spend family time. You just got to segment. Segment your life. And you said one crucial thing because in that, in that video that you have on YouTube, we all have 24 hours in a day. What you do with those 24 hours is up to you. Yeah. So what do people do when they come home from work? And I did this, I did this. I never did anything to better myself. I complained, but I never did anything to better myself. This was before 1999. Okay. I will get home from work and I will sit down and watch TV. I didn't, do, I didn't I didn't pick up a book I didn't do anything to better myself he yeah. said that I' watch TV woke up the next day went to the gym went to work complained, complained, complain not until I had somebody guide me slap me in the back of the head and said go to school learn <laughs> something I'm like okay and then when I was there I was like whoa and I didn't know and I, this was what I was meant to do I just never saw it for myself and then when I actually was doing it, Uh, Okay, and I saw that I enjoyed it my man. Yes, and that's the key. I think Uh, they honestly The key is you got to enjoy what you do. Yeah, there's 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 people every day There's people every day waking up They're getting heart attacks. Oh, I can't believe I got to see this guy again at work Then do something about it. Yeah, stop complaining All right, you go home. Don't watch TV all right, go read a book, go look, look at the internet. You're on the internet anyway. Ah, oh, but well, wait a minute. You're on Facebook, aren't you? You're playing games online. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Or MySpace back in the day, you're doing all these different things. So stop doing that and use the internet to your advantage. And that's, you know, if, if I would have had the internet back then, which it did exist, I didn't know about it. Okay. Uh, I could have been where I'm at now much sooner, but again, I listen to those negative people listen. And again, it's not really negative because in that sociology class, I learned something and you learn something from everybody yep. throughout life. You always learn a lesson, yeah. but you gotta be listening for it. That instructor, that professor said, uh, we mimic our parents. And that's what I did. Yeah, it's true. I, I make my, 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 my dad, he, he eventually, you know, he went from a uh, construction worker, hard labor, to get into politics and he did TV shows. He's now on TV in, in South Florida and all that. Uh, my mom working two jobs To uh, or she's really my aunt. I call her my mom cause she raised me, but she worked two jobs for 42 years. You know what I mean? 42 years this woman we were two jobs, 95, and she instilled that work ethic in me. And that's what I had. So what did I do? I went to work. That's all I knew. I had to go to work, whether there was 12 hours a day, 14 hours a day, 17 hours a day. You got people coming in from other countries. Uh, I, saw, I saw a documentary on the lost boys from in Africa. All right. They, they have like a, this lottery that they win and they come over to the United States. And they ask them, How long are you going to work? Well, at least 17 hours a day. And they're like, What? <laughs> no. You know, the American dream you work at hours a day, you go home, you have fun. But that, the thing is, those days are gone. Yeah. The days of working a job for 30 years. And, and you could do that, you know, th- you can work your job 30 years. You're not going to get a gold watch when you're at the end, you're going to say, they're going to say goodbye. All right. Uh, and You put in your hard work in there and it's like, really, it's over now. What? No, now what? Nothing. You got to continuously every single day, whether you have a job or not, is educate yourself. And that doesn't mean going to a college and spending $60,000. Cause I see kids going to major universities and working at Starbucks. OK, uh, I see kids going to technical institutions. I've had, I've had guys in my classroom in the technical school that I worked at weren't certified or they got their certification. <laughs> they got their paper MCSE, as we call it, OK, uh, and they went and got a job and they didn't last a week Yeah. because they were just paper. And that's why I'm glad that today employers are changing their trend and they are looking now the I team administrator is looking at you. They are sitting you down. They are talking to you They are throwing ideas back and forth They're doing several interviews because it's funny And i'm sorry, I didn't mention this earlier uh <laughs> A company that didn't hire me When I was out of school I was certified But they didn't hire me In it they gave me a job in the mailroom last year i went back to the same company they called me <laughs> they reached out to me that's saying, funny. listen we uh we have a voice uh we're running we need somebody here to show the it wasn't no major voice setting up or anything we're just showing people cisco phones and what have you but they called me and i'm like wait a minute and, I'm like, and i remember you told me 20 years ago that i wasn't qual. now you're calling me because okay what ch- what changed okay i got more education i got more experience but I was still the same passionate guy back then that I am now. I still had the same desire that I had back then now. So and you, I came full circle. I, when I, and when I was walking into that company, I was like, and I get, guess what I got to see the person that I was working with in that mailroom 20 years prior. She was, she was still there. I said, "Do you remember me?" Because she told me because she put me in the manual machine. She said no you probably take you a couple months to get to the automated machines uh in the mailroom and i'm like okay it took me a week and i was ready in the other side and, but I, I wanted i.t and there was a guy and he goes you're never gonna get an i.t job here i'm also uh, i have my certification as well because here they hire people that are, really, that are family And i'm like wow so i i tried my very best and i even went up to hr and i told him because i'm a very in your face type of guy yeah. and i think really One of the things that people, when I went to look for interviews, that one of my main issues, I think, I guess I was a little bit too aggressive. And I told guys, you know, be humble, you know, be open, you know, share your knowledge, but be careful because, you know, watch your step because if you start knowing more than the guys in front of you, depending on where you go, they're going to feel threatened and they're not going to hire you. So it's kind of a whatever. But, again, I went to the HR department. I told them, have you seen my resume? Have you sat me down you talked to me? because when I would talk to IT administrators back then, I have no fear, okay? Even though when I went to teach, that's a different story. I I was there in front of an audience before. That's tough. Uh, It's tough, you know? And transitioning from a classroom to a camera is also tough. It is. So I was like, oh, wow. Oh, I made mistakes like you wouldn't believe, but I had the support of my wife. She goes, "Not do it again. Not do it again. I'm like, okay, okay. So, but I, you know, and and I kept going, I kept going, I kept going. But uh, it's just it's just sticking to it and putting goals, tips and tricks. Again, you have the internet, YouTube. You already they already know you, they already know me. I've mentioned Chris Bryant, and we've mentioned Udemy, we've mentioned all these different e-learning. Uh, there's a uh, Neil, you know Neil. You yep. have to know yep. Neil. He's out there too. There's a bunch of wonderful, knowledgeable instructors that want to give their stuff for free on their YouTube channel. Okay genus 3. Uh, and you know I me mean? Their Their courses are so inexpensive. All right. They're there They're there we're willing to share information and I and I can If I had this back then it, it would have been a to, it, I would have been here a lot sooner I would have been with, right there with you. Okay, because Wherever I go no matter what I do no matter where you're at and I learned I, You got you got to do the best with what you have at the time you and what you have well what it. you have where you're at with what you have at That's that a great time
0: point
1: you gotta do your best and in the in the switch that i worked at there was a kid there and uh he went from a guy that worked in one of those you know, when you go buy your phone one of the, the, the retail store yes okay all the way to becoming uh well, he then went in, he transitioned from a retail store to IT help desk, right? Then he went into further into IT administration. All right. Then they took him out of that into the switch, and he became a top guy in the switch. And when Metro transitioned to T Mobile, he became one of the top guys in T Mobile. Wow. Why? Because he never stopped learning. He said, Okay, and now I'm doing this. Uh, oh yeah, and he's from London as well. How about that? <laughs> who was he? If I can only, I can only remember, who, who he told me where he was, but he was from London. Uh, his mom was from London. His dad was from Jamaica. I think that's the combination. I, I think I got that right. But the part of that line is that he said, "Okay, I'm going to adapt with the company." He wants he wants that job. He doesn't he doesn't mind working triple shifts, three days in a row, because in telecommunications. If something goes down, you got people out there with their cell phones not working. Nobody's going home until everything's back up again. Yeah. Is that like just, just turning on a router or just turning on, you know, changing a configuration on DNS or anything like that? It's completely different equipment that you got to deal with, all right? That it takes long for them to boot up. These troubleshooter problems. Me, when I was there, the longest problem was maybe six hours. He told me a story that he stayed there, there almost for three days trying to solve an issue and nobody went home for three days, wow. two and a half days, okay? So, but he he likes that, that he showed me his desire, and that's why I learned so quickly with them because it was a, it was, a it was a very united front, a united group that we were able to learn. But yeah, but that's it. I mean, that's what I do. Basically, like you said, goals, three things to do differently every day, stay motivated, stay learning, and just get the negative people out of your life. I, anybody that talks negative, you know I don't like you when I don't look you in the eye, I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. And then I don't reply. Yeah. If I don't, if I do that, you know, I don't, I just don't like
0: <laughs> So So let me know if this is correct. I think from what you've told me that you came to the US as a, as a migrant, I think is the term they use in the US uh, from Cuba originally, I believe. Yes, and you mentioned something about your you were raised by your aunt. Is that right? That's and correct. And you you were working, like in really tough jobs, like security and um, construction and stuff like that. Yep. So I mean, for me, the takeaway there is no one has an excuse. So can you just confirm a little bit about yourself? You know, your background that people realize that you didn't you didn't have a trust fund and go to Harvard <laughs> or something like that.
1: No, no, not at all. No, when I came to from Cuba, I was six years old. Yeah. Right. I went through the school system here. Uh, my mom, or my aunt, but I call her my mom. She raised me since I was, you know, six or younger, really, since Cuba. Uh, she worked two jobs uh, to try and maintain the house. Okay. Uh, I, at the age of sixteen, worked at Burger King. Wow. Okay. And I gave her my entire paycheck uh, to help her out uh, throughout high school. I, you know, tenth, uh, eleventh, and twelfth grade here in the U.S. Uh, I worked at Burger King, night shifts, summers. You know, I worked one day from five in the morning to the next day at five in the morning when it's the summer. I didn't care because we needed the money. Uh, yeah, there's no trust on here. <laughs> it was my my mom's hard work, okay, that kept us afloat. Uh, me working. Uh, when I started graduating high school, I did join the service because uh, I didn't believe in college. Uh, I said, nah, I'm not going to study. I, I hated school. I didn't want to study. I don't want to do nothing. You know, so I went into the service. I got out. Once I got out, well, when, <laughs> I have no idea. So what, I went back to what I knew. Let me get a job. All right. So I started surveying uh, the guys on the street, measuring, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then from there, you know, I just kept doing different, you know, hardworking jobs. And then, you know, warehousing, I mean, I, you know, believe it or not, I liked it, uh, but it didn't get me anywhere. I wasn't going anywhere there. Yeah. There was a the glass ceiling. There was a very low glass ceiling there. I wasn't going anywhere there, but I enjoyed it. I was good at it, but I never saw myself beyond that. I, I limited, I limited my vision of myself and it wasn't until 1999. I'm telling you it was April 12, 1999 where I met my wife, where she's, you know, And I, you know, it was instant. Okay. And this is my second marriage. Just so you know, uh, that I met her, I was like, whoa, I was taken back. We got married within five months. We got married September 10th of that same year. Uh, and we haven't we have never been separated since April 12th. Since April 12th, we've never been separated.
0: It's amazing. She
1: was the one that told me you need to stop working these hard jobs because you're not going to be 32 forever, 33. You're gonna be 60 one day are you gonna be you know using the shovel the pick and all that? no you're not so you need to do something else so you need to go to school she was the one that told me to do that she put her faith in me so my my parents uh they worked for a living they all worked they, we didn't we, were, we don't come from a rich family I don't come from a rich family at all they're hard-working people yeah. all right Uh, my sisters Uh, i have a younger sister and an older sister they went to college okay and they you know they moved away they did their life my little sister's married to a man who's a pilot and he you know she lives her life uh my sister has her life uh so you know we i come from a very humble beginning and again i transitioned like i said high school the service got out i went ahead and got jobs here there wherever i can get jobs to make more and more money at uh, one time, I was working two jobs just to make ends meet. Uh, when I met my current wife, I was working the surveying job. And they uh, actually, I knew they were going to let me go. And I transferred with the boss because he liked me because of what you're saying. Because I told him, man, give me a book so I can learn about uh, G- what was yeah, GPS. Uh, was GPS surveying was coming out at that point. Yeah. But I wanted to learn about it. So I told him to give him a book. So he liked the fact that I want to learn about it. So he took me with him to another job site, which was a construction site to do surveying at a construction site. And that was brand new there as well. But because of him teaching me, I excelled in that. And I told my wife and that right there, that's the crucial moment right there. When that company lost the contract, the other company was going to hire me and said they were going to pay me $2 more. And I told her, I got excited. I said, babe, I'm going to get paid $2 more. This other company is going to hire me. You know, should I take it? She goes, no, you're going to uh, go ahead and uh, tell them that you quit and you're going to go to school.
0: Wow. I was,
1: I was scared to death. I was like, are, are you sure? She goes, he goes yes, I'm going to work and you're going to go to school. I'm like, okay, and that's how it all began. And uh, believe me, we went through struggles. There were times there where I didn't know what we were going to do. We were, we we're literally getting the little piggyback and breaking it open, you know, counting our pennies or nickels and dimes to make, you know, to buy food, to do this, to do that. Uh, and she was working long hours and just to make make ends meet. And we were lucky enough, and we had the tenacity to keep going. And uh, here I am now. Not that I'm not working just as hard now, but it's just a different kind of work. Now now I use this. Yeah. this I said for the gym, right? This <laughs> is for for what I'm doing now. And I've been lucky enough and blessed enough to meet people like yourself, Neil. Chris Bryant, uh beyond Udemy, beyond different e-learning platforms. Company tell me, hey, we want you to write a book. Uh, you know who who said for me to write an IP book? <laughs> What's it wasn't me. It was her. Because I'm known for IP. Yeah. That's what I'm known for. That's my famous, most famous video on YouTube, which is the nastiest thing in the world. It was when we first started, it was a nasty webcam. It was all moving. It was just nasty. Uh, but the information is correct and it was easy. So was known for that. So my wife goes, let's put a book together. I'm like, yeah, you want me to write a book? And we, so I started writing. She was doing the, the the checking the grammar. She got like five different people from all over the place to put the book together so we can put it on Amazon and sell it. And that was the first time that I ever wrote a book. And now an actual company is coming to me because they want me to write a book for them. I would never. But it's doable. It's possible. Because I never imagined that I would do this. Okay. But again, you take away the people. Like, I don't have a trust fund. I don't have, I never had, nobody said, Hey, last here's $50,000. Go ahead. Uh, nobody ever did that to me. As a matter of fact, they've taken money from me. Yeah. They've, they've taken money from me. I'm like, wow. You know, even now, okay. When I've invested in different, you know, opportunities, they've let me down. And I'm like, really? And I'm like, okay, whatever lesson learned and keep going. So, no, I've never I don't come from a background uh that's of money at all. I come with people that work, you know, nine to fives or my, my mom never knew what a vacation was. Never in her life. Uh she didn't start going out on vacations until you know when I got divorced in my first marriage. Uh we actually started going to, on the weekends with my daughter and stuff to you know Naples, Disney, stuff like that. My mom took her vacation, her two weeks or whatever, to take care of her parents. Wow. That was her vacation. All right. So it was me and her going to doctor's appointments, going here, going there, doing all these different things. That's what she did. So that's the background that I come from. So it built who I am. It gave me work ethics. And uh, and the service gave me discipline and gave me the motivation. And me, listen, I'm a nut. I, I watch uh, 300. I watch uh, uh Braveheart. Yeah. I watch all these different types of movies that just talk about never giving up, never surrendering, fight to, you know, I don't wave the white flag. I will die, you know, still trying to teach. No, the Southern <laughs> Mass you know I this. Mean? <laughs> so whatever it is, I'm going to keep going because I really enjoy what I do. I have fun doing it. And the day I stop having fun, I won't do it. Because if you really, if you got to force yourself to do something, you're going to do it wrong. Yeah. You're gonna do it wrong, and she knows it. She knows it when I get in front of the camera. She goes, "Just stop, just stop. It's not you. Just stop." Because it's, uh, I'm like, okay. Because she knows it's you know my my attitude doesn't come forward. But when I'm, that's why you know those people on LinkedIn and on um, you and me and everybody said, "No, should we use PowerPoints?" Not for. I never did PowerPoints before. I started doing PowerPoints now, just so I can go ahead and get uh to keep myself on track because I have yeah. a tendency to sometimes go off on a tangent. So I have to keep myself on track. But one of the things that I've learned when I was in the actual colleges teaching was that some teachers, some people, professors, whatever you want to call them, uh, don't really know how to use PowerPoint in the sense that it's just a tool for you to look at, just to guide you, not to read from.
0: Yeah, You
1: know what I mean? And, and that's what people don't understand, and some people do that. And what really, uh, got, I'm telling you, I face so many obstacles, Dave that you wouldn't believe right in, right in the, uh, in the school where I was at, I don't know how they didn't get fired. Uh, I'll tell you this right <laughs> off the bat. Okay. I, my classroom was my world. And I said, you know what? All right. These kids were on the higher network. Not a problem. I went, I I looked for a company. I brought in a rack. I brought in a patch panel, the switches. I put it in the, on the rack, the routers, I put them on the rack that the servers in the on their seat so I couldn't get I couldn't put them on the rack but uh, I made the school buy the uh cat 5k one and they gave they gave the students networking kits like crimpers and toners and things like that so I made the school buy the, the stuff and when the I knew I had a networking a Cisco or network plus whatever it was because the Cisco and colleges are broken up into four parts uh I would take the seats out the when the students would come in they couldn't sit down I said, you didn't come here to sit down. You came here to work. This is IT. You don't network. (laughs) I will pull out all the cables. So I showed them how to run cabling. I would literally go on the ceiling and pop the tiles out and show them. You see this type of cabling? Yeah, this is not the way it's done, all right? Because you got to do 90 degree turn. The standards, right? And I actually made them run cable from their computer to the patch panel, punch it in. And when it would actually network the whole classroom their thing was, we had this kid, that, you know, kids, they're into gaming and stuff like that. So they have all these things for gaming. And back then it was Call of Duty or Halo. So they will bring in these games. So let's put them in the computers. Uh, and then now you now work the classroom and then we'll play. So the last 30 minutes of the class was playing games. So they came in, they networked, they did everything they had to do. And now the, the thing is, so we made it into a game. That's amazing. And I got the instructor next to me to do the same thing. So we're doing now, we're networking wired and wireless and we're gaming wireless and wired. It was awesome. And, but guess what happened to me though? When I was showing, how, I was putting the cables back because I was still so, hey, hey you know. You can't have the, the ceiling tiles like this or this. So I was putting things back, I fell off the ladder. That's that where was my running cool. career ended, yeah. My knee, my femur, and my, my tibia, right? The lower part, that's what it's called. They it yeah. just came apart, just like that. I broke all the ligaments in my knee, and uh, I have two screws and, and cadaver ligaments surrounding my knee. Didn't stop me though. I was back in the classroom three months later, four months later, I was back in, and uh, I was back in the gym. I took my students with me to the gym. My students followed me into the gym, they went with me to the track, they did all these things with me. I had this one kid who stayed with me the whole time, day and night, and he became the IT administrator for that campus because they asked me hey, last, do you have a candidate for it? I mean, I said, yes, I do. And I, I recommended him as, and he got an IT administration job. So he learned after he got hired, not only did he knew how to network and cable and all that stuff, but he learned voice on top of that because I said he had to set up IP phones. So with the call manager, all these different things, he learned it as he was studying it, as he was working there. So it was, it was awesome. It's, 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 it was an awesome experience, but, no, man, I, I, I had incidents in the in the school because people, the, the instructors are working there had masters had a uh, PhDs, they had papers and all this, You know, one guy, I think I told you, says I went to call him by his name. He said, doctor,
0: Yeah, I love it when they do that.
1: I'm like, oh, OK, yeah, me and this guy are not going to get along at all. And I had one individual because in those career colleges, they have different things that they teach. One thing they taught, uh, taught was medical. And I had an actual doctor, okay, first of all, what's a doctor doing teaching at a career college? That's number one. You should be teaching at a university, not at a career college, that's one. Uh, she goes to me, I don't understand, Laz, how are you able to communicate with your students if you don't have a master's degree? I just looked at her, wow. I, I was like, my, it would've been a cartoon, my eyes would've bugged out because it was like, really? What do you mean, how do I, by talking to them, by speaking, communicating what I need a degree to tell me how I need to communicate to people. No. All right. It's just two adults talking to each other, you know, because I don't see the students, you know, because people get a chip on their shoulder and you take that chip off and yeah, there's a line, there's a line, but you need to develop that rapport yeah. because when I do boot camps and I'm live, it could be for four hours for eight hours. I don't care. I can talk all day. Okay. You know, I want people to talk back to me, say, hey, lads, how is this though? Why is this? Can you tell me that? I want to interact. Yeah, That's just human interaction. I don't need a degree to have human interaction. So that's one of the kind of things that I, they hated it. Because I was a team leader at one point. I lasted, I think, three months as a team leader in that school. Because the instructors complained that I didn't have a master's. How can I be a team leader?
0: Man. Even though
1: I won, I won three years in a row. I won the instructor of the year. And then they started doing a round robin. He goes, "Lads, you can't win it every year." So okay, so they, it's not my fault. The students vote for me. Uh, they they started now going around, you know, different instructors who get it. And I'm like, I don't want to be part of it. It's crazy. I don't want to be part of it because I don't I don't want. So, no, if I earned it, I want it. If I didn't earn it, I don't want it. Don't just give it to me just because. I don't want, but they always wanted me there because I was always the one since I never left the school. I've always stayed from morning till night in the school. In the afternoons, there's no classes, but there were students coming in. And I'll say, hey, wait, what are you doing? What are you, what are you learning? Because I will teach medical students applications, Excel, whatever. So if I will see them there sitting around, hey, you want to go in the classroom? You want to do some stuff? I'm like, okay. So they will come in the classroom with me and we will do stuff. And oh, you can do this. You can do that. Yeah, look, look how cool. Boom, 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 boom. And we'll do it. And they like that about me. Yeah. I had medical students coming up to me. Tell me their complaints. I, I was the psychologist of the school, but I loved it, though. I loved it because teaching has been my freedom, has been now my platform where I can see, man, there is no glass ceiling. Because from this, again, just to tell you future things that I want to do, you know, you already know about the tour around the world, right? The world tour. I want to be a motivational evangelist.
0: You know? Are you good at it? You're good at it. Well,
1: I like it. And I mean, I can. I need to get better at it, obviously. You know, and how to speak and, you know, have my thoughts carried across in a more logical sense. And I still need to learn. I'm very rough around the edges. But I want to do that, I want to motivate people because if I did it, dude, the first time somebody told me, I say I was 32, right? Yeah.
0: Well, when I, when I started
1: in 1999, 33, 1999, when I went to school, all right, the internet existed, Okay. I didn't know what Yahoo was when somebody said Yahoo to me. I said, Yahoo, I swear to you, Dave, there's not a lie. I said, that's what in Cowboys, right? Cowboy movies. Yahoo. That's why I, I, I didn't know HTML. What I had no idea. I told you about the floppy cable. I thought what a cheap company. They gave me a broken cable until I found out that that was a twist. Right. A and B. But again, I came from zero, nothing. Zero, and look at me now. Yep. I'm not saying that I'm the, the most successful, okay, but I did, I reinvented myself. Yep. I went from a laborer that didn't know anything. I've worked with computers, you know, click here. I used a pen-based computer for surveying, but I never, ever look, I, I would have imagined configuring a server or much less a router, uh, you know, getting inside a router, oh, no, no, Cisco routing, ooh. IPs, what is that? You know, I was like, no. And listen, I'll be honest with you. When IPv6 first came out, I was like, I'm never going to learn this. I'm like, what in the world is this thing? I, I was I was so, but I stuck to it. I stuck to it. I stuck to it. I stuck to it. And, and I forced myself to learn it. And I and I, and it, it was painful. But I learned it. And then I just kept adapting. I made it better. I made it better. I made it, better, I made it, better, so I made it easier. And that's why... That's what I'm known for is IP because I don't do the physics. Everybody does the physics. I don't do the physics. I do it in my hands. So, And I t- this is how you do it. This is all you need. Brr, 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 done. It's not rocket science. Uh, that's it. And, you know, the scenarios that they put you in for your CCIE with IPs and all this, you know, this guy was putting letters and stuff and plus signs. I'm like, what the hell is he doing? You know, I'm like, what is this? Uh, and, like, you don't, you know, very little that you need to use it. a very small percentage of companies out there. If you want to get the jobs, because there are people right now that are looking for people who are certified, let's say, in voice, or you can combine certifications, yep. like security Plus, CCNA. If you get these contract jobs, uh, they pay top dollar, and I'm talking about six figures, if you go out of country. If you stay in country, you could be making upwards in the in the eighties or nineties, okay, if not more. All right, uh, because uh, T-Mobile they have contractors up the wazoo doing their stuff on the switch, okay, because they don't got to pay them anything; they just pay them a salary, but the salary is pretty high for contracting jobs. So if you want to start, if you're really getting into IT and you're brand new, okay, you're brand spanking new, you I don't care how old you are, okay. If you get your CCNA the right way, if you get it by learning and practicing and doing all this stuff, if you get your CCNA and you get your security plus, if you combine those two certificates, security plus, you get that DOD letter. Okay. If you combine those two and you take it and put it in your resume and you apply for contracting jobs, you will get hired. They will interview you over the phone. And been there done that. They will interview you over the phone. And they'll ask you technical questions. They're not gonna ask you, "Did you like your mom?" Uh, you know, <laughs> you know stuff like that. These Would you ever jump out of an airplane? You know, all these different things. It's like what does this has got to, do? whatever. Uh, all right, but they interview. You. They do you a straightforward interview. Do you know this? What is this? How do you do this? What do you do that? Boom, 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 boom. And then you pass that, pass the background check. You're done. That's it. You get hired from these people, and you won't have a job. I had a student. Who was overseas for four years? That kid, uh, he—that's when I was teaching at the technical school. That kid was making 200 grand. He showed me his contract, 200 grand a year. Okay, doing what he was doing in his contracting job, and he came to get the CCNA where I was at. He didn't have it yet, but he had his security. Okay, so he was already working. So contracting jobs are key for people who are starting out. Because they will hire people who are technically. They're looking for the technical guys. They're not looking for you know, you know, does he like bulls or you know, none of the psychology. That's no. They're looking for the technical people that know what the heck they're doing because they need to get the job needs to get done. You got three months to do it. Uh, when I did that voice job, they were they were they're doing 400 phones a day. Wow. So the guy who got the uh, the project manager who got hired, it's a guy who I don't know who he was from, but. He, he had a Mac, he had a Windows, and he was just uh, configuring back and forth. And the guys that were actually doing the, the, the cabling, whatever, were getting their certifications, but they were contractors. So they contracted them. They weren't certified yet. They were in the point of getting certified, but they looked. And that's the job that these guys need to look for is contracting jobs. If they can get hired through the regular lines, you know, through DICE and all these different resume companies that are out there, or all these recruiters, they're looking for bachelors. And, you know, all this stuff is like, okay, that's the normal every day. I got to wear a suit and tie, I got to, you know, be nice and all this. I got to watch my step and all that. Contracting jobs, they need to know. Yeah, obviously they need to know you're not a jerk, all right? But that you know your stuff. That's what they want to know, bottom line, okay? Uh, that's what you need to know because that's what they ask me. Hey, what is this? What is that? What is this? What is that? What is this? What is that? This is This is this. And I tell, I've told people, there was a company in Miami called my and they asked me, well, we want to know, uh, CCNA stuff. Okay. This was back the old test. I think it was the 64802. Yeah. Uh, or the CCNA 120. I don't remember. Anyway, well, it was the old test. Uh, they said, well, we want to know about IP. I said, what was specifically, because I want to teach you OSI model and bore you to death. What is it that you need to know? And I wanted to narrow it down. And he goes, I need uh, to know about IP, I need to know about VLANs, and I need to know about BGP. Okay, well BGP is not in the CCNA, all right? Oh, and they needed to know about VRRP, the redundancy protocol. And I said BGP is not in the CCNA. BGP is the CCNP material. Do you want to know about that? That's fine, but that's not a CCNA. Okay, well I need to know about that. I'm like, okay. So I made the course specifically for them. So when I went to their facility. and I trained in their training center for their employees. I said, okay, this is this, this is this, this is this, this how you do this, this, how you do that. And before you get BGP <laughs> and share writing tables, you know, you gotta make this is process you gotta go through. So I made a very, you know, contracting jobs are technical. If you're a technical person and you're having issues getting a job through the regular lines, you know, waiting for these people to call you back and interview go for co- contracting jobs. Definitely. That's what they look for for certifications, contracting jobs. And now, like you said, uh Python, yeah, get into Python. I'm going to get into Python. I want to take your course, Dave. Good.
0: <laughs> I'll send you I'm a voucher. I want
1: to take Python. Say again?
0: I'll send you a voucher.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Because I'm going to take us because I need to learn that. I want to learn that because I want to make sure that I know that and I evolve with the networks. Okay. And yeah. I need to stay current because. We need to yours a CCIE need to take your certification every five years. You need to get recertified every five years. CCMP is getting recertified every three years, I think. Yes, and CCIE need to do like two
0: a two-year written yeah.
1: exam. Yeah, the written, yeah, you do the no, written. No, every
0: no. two years, yeah.
1: Yeah, you you don't want to go do the hands-on again. You do the written. But still, every five years you gotta renew your exam.
0: No, it's you don't, but I mean it, I don't know if that's changed since when you but it, no. you don't need to do that anymore.
1: No, no, you only do the written.
0: Yeah, only need it written every two years. Yeah,
1: so. you, only you only do it written. You only do it written. You only do it written. But you still need to keep up. We still You need to you need keep, to keep up. up, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I taught a class. I'm not going to say where, okay? I'm not going to say where. I don't want to make them feel bad. I'm not going to say where. Uh, that They're still using 2008 Server R2. Oh, wow. And I said, listen, uh, my wife, we had to actually, it was a contracting job. We actually had to buy the books. They didn't buy it. And my wife had to go to how many, I think she was like two different vendors to get the books for 2008 server R2. And I'm looking at this and they they were using laptops, okay? I'm like, okay. Some of them were 32-bit, not 64-bit. Okay, Hyper-V, that's an issue. Uh, So all these issues, I'm like, what's going on here? You know what I mean? There's still people out there that are way behind, okay, that they need to catch up. As instructors, professors, teachers, educators, people that wanna share knowledge, whatever you wanna call us, whatever you wanna label us, okay? That's fine. I don't care. I'm last, okay? Uh, we need to keep up with technology. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? 2016, all right? Uh, they're coming out, I think, what is it, 2019 already? Or next year, they come up with a newer server or something? Because I don't keep up, I, I, I'll be honest, Microsoft, I think I put out a Microsoft course. And that's it i'm not doing i'm not doing any more microsoft it was more of a pain in the butt than anything else uh i'm going to stick to cisco cisco that's it routers is my life i love my routers uh i switching ccmp all that stuff that's what i'm going to stick to It's cisco 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 i may do an application class i may do something more maybe for a company i taught excel for accounting for a company in miami called Oh, not miami in um in Boca Raton, Florida, called Ulysses Nardine. They're a watch company. I taught them Excel, all for accounting. Okay, a couple of things, pivot tables, you know, filtering, things like that. Uh, nested formulas, stuff like that. You know, not 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 major, but it was for it's like for like three. No, it was like for seven Saturdays, just like two hours each Saturday. You know what I mean? I'll do stuff like that. Uh, but as far as you know, what you know, keeping. Track of and making sure that I know my stuff is in Cisco. Yeah, I'll always keep up with the server stuff and whatever because you know I do business with other people, and they and I, when I walk into their company, and I've told them to say, "Why are you running this? Why? You, why do you have a domain controller? You don't have two computers. Uh, why? You, you know." So I I question them not to make them feel bad, but to say, "Listen, the person that's doing your job is not doing it correctly. Okay, and they're taking your money. You don't need this. You don't need that. You don't need this." This is the reason, you know, and I try to explain to them, not too techy, but I try to explain to them what's going on. And you really only need this because of, a you know, A, B, C, X, Y, Z, whatever the case may be. But, uh, but yeah, contracting jobs are the way to go, man. Uh, right now, if you're brand new into IT or if you're not brand new, if you're just tired of working the same old IT admin job or, or help desk or whatever, look for contracting jobs, whether it be military contracts, whether it be private contracts. Whatever they may be, but you need to get that. I can tell you right now, you need those certs. That's great. And, yeah, and yeah, and uh, CCNA, Security Plus, Voice, those are hot, hot topics. And the beginning is Security Plus. I mean, just take that exam. It's not that difficult. Uh, take it, and you're going to get a, a DOD letter, and that's just going to boost your resume up big time. Uh, and then once you get your CCNA, and now look what Cisco's doing. You take the CSET, you already have a certification. And it lets you jump into the CCNA wireless or CCNA voice. You don't have to take the D All right. I don't recommend that. I recommend getting the full-blown CCNA. All right. But then, you know, get your Security Plus. And then if you want to move into the Cisco, then you decide what branch you want to move into. But get your certs. Get your certs. See what you like. Because what you like is what you're going to be good at. Yeah. And then go
0: that route. So Laz, I want to thank you so much for spending so much of your time with me and sharing your knowledge and your wisdom and just your experience. You know, It's a great inspiration. And from my point of view, I think you should really go and you know, follow that dream to be an inspirational speaker because you're really good at, good at that. So with that said, I want to thank you very much for spending your time with us. Thank you. And wow. if anyone's got questions for Laz, how can they reach you, Laz?
1: Well, they can reach me at info at the doctors, uh, dot com. Uh, just send me an email there. Uh, that's the one we monitor the most. So they can reach me that way. Or, heck, I'm on LinkedIn. You can just – I look at my LinkedIn on my phone every day. Uh, I wake up at 3 in the morning. So <laughs> you know, just send me a message through LinkedIn. That, that's another way. Or my YouTube channel, the Networking Doctors. You can go ahead and go to the Networking Doctors and go in there and put comments or what have you. And I know I've been kind of bad answering people back right now. It's been pretty hectic. But uh, I will get to you and uh, I I will answer your question eventually. Yes, I will.
0: With that, I'm going to end the call. Thanks so much, um, Les. Really appreciate it. Thank you, brother. Thank you, man. Thanks so much.
1: It It was good talking to you again.